All right, Selena, I contend this one thing that we're going to tell our amazing listeners and viewers today is the, I think, the simplest and quickest way to make any marriage better. Any marriage better. All right, so listener, viewer, I hope you're titillated because we're going to see you on the other side. Selena, does that make you feel awkward when I say the word titillated? Always. Always? <laughs> By the way, <laughs> listeners, if you're hearing this, uh, well, of course you're hearing this if you're a listener, we improved our mic situation. We had a we had a technical difficulty last, I think the last two or three episodes where unbeknownst to me, the, one of the cables was steadily going out and it was causing problems on, uh, obviously on the audio side. So we apologize for that, but I think we've got it fixed, Lord willing. Um, but here we are. Yeah. Yeah. So if you don't know who we are, my name is Ryan. This is my lovely wife, Selena. We have our youngest daughter. She's two months old. Mm-hmm. Sunny Alethea Bess is here with us. And uh, we, we're thank, thankful to have your time. Selena just gave me the, the fast finger. Well, we tried. This is take two, friends. And <laughs> we're trying to be quicker about these things. You want to be halfway through this. Oh, we're at eight minutes, but we're like two minutes okay, in. Well, so so just back off. Same. <laughs> you know what? Just back off, Freddie. <laughs> okay. All right. So here it is. I think it's the simplest, the quickest way for any marriage to improve. And it's simply by asking this question. How can I love you better today? Yeah. I love when you ask me this question. It's usually right in the midst of chaos. And I you, I think you can tell that I'm about to melt down and go crazy. Not really. But <laughs> whenever totally you ask tell. me this, like you asked me this this morning and I was like, well, you know, I feel like all my requests are met with a happy attitude, a heart that's willing and serving. And, you know, I didn't have many. There weren't other. It's in the hard moments that I'm like, right. Oh, I have an answer for you. Let me tell you. And it's not like that, though. It's in the, yeah. the out of the kindness of my heart. <laughs> so, 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 how, how if I ask you right now, how can I love you better? <laughs> you would say you can't because you have loved me so perfectly. <laughs> oh, she knows a she lie when she hears one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sunny girl. This is right in the middle of that nap time. So yeah, and we're going to share some scriptures with you. And there's so it's, that's not the entirety of the of the podcast episode. We want to actually give you some tangible reasons why I we strongly believe this is probably the quickest way to improve your marriage. Uh, no matter it, where it's at. Well, I mean, I mean, matter I, it, it matters if you can genuinely ask and get a genuine response to this question. I'm, I, I think it probably doesn't matter where you're at in your marriage. I mean, uh, well, and I think we'll get into why it's such a powerful. Even tool. if you're, even if you've gone through kind of a cataclysmic event yeah catastrophic event where you know there's a this, there's a betrayal of trust maybe there's even an affair or adultery yeah. or things like that um and you're you're struggling through that even hearing this question i think may be a a way forward even right. if it, if it doesn't feel like anyway that that's kind of on one end of the far spectrum um one far end of the spectrum i should say so Selena, you had some scriptures in here. I did because I really think that this statement gives you an opportunity to be obedient to Christ, to live out what he says uh, in John 15, 12 through 13. Like, this is my commandment that you love one another just as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that a person mm. will lay down his life for his friends. So by asking, how can I love you better today? You're not asking for yourself. I mean, you're asking for yourself so that you can serve and love, not so that you can get something from your spouse, right? Mm. It, it really is 
fulfilling that commandment of loving one another and, and that greater love, right? Well, that's really interesting because I feel like oftentimes our default posture, we may not say it like this, but our default posture in marriage is to look at one another and say, what can I get from you? Meaning that what are you giving to me? Uh, and um, we have to be very mindful of maybe that tendency. Mm-hmm. So if, you know, if say we're having a, a hard conversation and I feel like you're not listening well, or you're not communicating well, I'm not looking to you thinking, how can I love you better right now in this moment? I'm looking to you thinking like, why aren't you communicating better <laughs> to me? Or why are you acting right. so messed up toward me? Right. <laughs> um, or, you know, even around things like intimacy, right? We approach it and thinking, you know, I want, you know, and again, it's good to want your spouse. That's good. Like, it's good to want to take pleasure in your spouse. It's good to want to connect. It's good to want to experience that together. But when if that's your only orientation headed into that, that time, mm-hmm. how, how much more powerful is it if, if we're headed into that time, we're both asking this question of each other. How can I love you well right now? Right. What, what can, how can I give to you? And, and maybe, you know, and that answer could be anything if it's, right. if it's asked genuinely and you could say, well, you could say you could give to me by maybe waiting. We can take postpone this till tomorrow. The, I'm tired or whatever. <laughs> uh, and then I, that gives me a chance as a husband to, 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 to respond and say, okay, so be it. I want to love you. Well, I want to give to you. In so that way. be it. <laughs> Your loss. <laughs> oh <my> gosh. <laughs> I'm a catch. <laughs> you <right>? are. <laughs> Maybe next time you'll estimate me. <laughs> no, does that make sense? I, yes. why, why do you look like I said something strange there? No, because I think it sounds easier than it actually is because in the moment, you know, if, if one of you is, you know, putting out the vibe and the other one's not picking it up, it's, it can be frustrating to say, well, how can I love you better say, well, you can just wait until tomorrow. <laughs> okay. I love you. Like that's, it's a hard pill to swallow. Well, cause usually but it's not, when I'm putting out the vibe, it's pretty irresistible to you. So right, it's like, that's right. very frustrating. For it you, is right? very frustrating for me. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that, I think that that's why this question is such a, a test yeah. for the person who's asking and yeah. you know, the one who's answering it. So another person here you had, so we mentioned John, John yeah. 15, also, Mark ten. Mm-hmm. Um, did you did you read Mark ten nine? No. Already? That's a therefore God is joined together. Let no one separate. What what was your thinking? That's a, like obviously a very important marriage verse, but because I think that this this question of how can I love you better uh, solidifies the joining, right? It or it re reestablishes mm. it so that no one can separate you. You know, you said you you said asking this question in the middle of like broken trust. Well, broken mm, trust. That's good. Uh, is severing at what the Lord has brought together, which is you and your spouse. And so by not letting someone separate you or an event separate you, uh, asking this question builds that, yeah. builds into that. That's good. And um, one of the things we talked about in our pre-show uh, when we were talking through this. <laughs> we have a pre-show now, apparently. <laughs> hey, it's everything that happens up until this point. <laughs> uh, I said to you, you're the only person I'll ever ask this question to in mm-hmm. this way. Like, you might have a friend where I might have a friend and say, hey, how can I be a better friend? to you or how can I be a better boss or coworker? but there's only one I only have one wife right you know I'm going to ask this question I'm going to hear a wifely response right You're how can I me. as your husband yes we talked about this last week how you calling me best friend is good but it's a demotion from my status as husband you don't like that one listen to last week's episode if you <laughs> missed it um, Luke 639 treat people the same way you want them to be treated or love 631 631 yes um, 
or do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Mm -hmm. I think it's another translation rendering of that. Mm -hmm. First Corinthians uh, 16, 14, all that you do must be done in love. That's good. So this is just a very tangible way to, I think, uh, get at that, get at your spouse's heart. Mm Mm-hmm specifically around right because you you really can't ask these questions or answer them truly and like sincerely unless your heart has been softened unless it's been transformed by jesus you have a heart that's submitted and oriented to god and so when you are in those moments of i'm frustrated i don't want to ask these questions or maybe you're just having a a cold snap what we talk that's what we talk about in marriage you have a communication cold snap and you guys just aren't aren't communicating well this is one phrase to kind of break that ice of saying okay lord like i know that i'm wrong here too i know that he's done something that's probably wrong maybe he doesn't know it yet i know i've done some wrong things in this situation please god help us uh and i'm going to start this by saying how can i love you better i know that we have not been connecting Mm. i know that we're feeling like estranged a little bit and how can i earnestly ask you you know, I'm, I'm not trying to get something from you, but I, I am in terms of information so that I can act on it. But I, I really want to know how I can love That's you better good. in this situation. That's good. So I, I propose there are four really tangible effects. So you may have already picked up on some of these, but there's four tangible effects that really um, you can expect, I think, by asking this question of right. each other. Now, one thing that I love about this exercise is that it doesn't, it can, it can be one-sided mm-hmm. and still accomplish most of what we're going to say here. Meaning like if you have, I mean, how many times have we been going through a hard spell? You see a cold snap. Um, and it just takes one person to, to break it, break to, yeah. to disarm the minefield, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And uh, this, I think, is one of the quickest way to do that. So four effects of asking this question, how can I love you better? Number one. Selena mentioned this. It takes the focus off yourself and puts it on to your spouse. Mm-hmm. Um, we're very self-focused in marriage. <laughs> I think we're. I think as individuals, yeah, not, we are. Not, I'm not saying us personally, even though I do think we are. I just it's our tendency, it's our sin nature to be focused on ourselves. Yeah, I mean, we're all the the, the protagonists in the, in our story, right? <laughs> exactly. And we, we think that everyone you know at the grocery store is paying attention to us, and everyone at the gym is seeing how awesome we are, or everyone in the crowd is seeing how cool we look like we tend to think everyone is is noticing and i think that just speaks to the fact that we are the center of our own story unless we uh, unless we uh dethrone ourselves and mm-hmm. put christ there <laughs> and that's a that's a dying to, to our flesh that's a being a living sacrifice is saying christ is the center of my story not yeah. me like how countercultural is that and so if i can say in this marriage I'm not the center of my story. Yes, Christ is the center of our marriage and you are the center of my love orientation. Mm-hmm. Meaning that, so it takes the focus off of me, not just my grievances, not the things that I need to get you to do, but now how as a husband can I love you well? And right. as you have this conversation, I really want to encourage you, listener, to lean into the biblically ordained roles for husband and wife. Mm-hmm. So how, how as a husband can I serve you more selflessly how can i lead you more faithfully how can i biblically uh, how can you love us right um, sacrificially sacrificially and loving as as it's laid out in ephesians 5 and 
uh, be, by being the head of our home. Like yeah. that is a loving and sacrificial. The call of that role is to be loving and sacrificial. And as a wife, how can I do the same thing? How can I submit and, you know, be glorifying to you, to the Lord in submitting, you know, myself in, mm. in the best most biblical, beautiful sense. Um, right, and we do realize that the, the word submission is a is a swear word. It's in, been misused in many people's yeah, ears. It's been uh, but it's it's a beautiful thing, and yeah. um, biblically speaking, it's a very beautiful thing. So that's number one: takes the focus off yourself, puts it on your spouse. Number two: it disarms your spouse in the best possible ways. So it can bring warmth to a cold, disconnected, and hurting spouse. It can it can mm -hmm. rekindle a fire. It's like you know, if you picture you're in a uh, a cabin out in the woods together. You're mm. building a life together. <laughs> and what you're doing by asking this question is you're setting a fire in the hearth of your home and you're saying, how can I love you better in this cold snap we're in, in this moment we're in, in whatever it, you, you're going through. Maybe you have a spouse, maybe you're not in conflict with your spouse, but maybe something has happened and they've turned inward. Maybe yeah. you've had a disappointment at work or, you, you know, Lord forbid, you, you suffer some sort of miscarriage and, you know, the the woman, the wife is bearing a unique burden there mm -hmm. and you know if she turns inward husband can say how can i love you well and what mm -hmm. and it disarms you um which i think one of the one of the reasons it disarms you is going to be uh, reason number three here or effect number three which is it this is obvious but it will make your spouse feel loved right and i i i i love i like the feelings of love but i want to i want to just have a reminder here that the aim of love is not to simply feel loved right but you it's to know you're loved we know that we're loved by christ right we don't feel that we're loved by christ we do feel his love in different ways but when feeling love in a marriage christ's love is far more objective than we right let me give it credent uh credit credit for there it is uh it just is it it's just like is, gravity yes. like jesus loves you when you're in christ you are saved like right. it's like gravity it just things just fall like it is what it is right. regardless of whether or not you feel it's important like well and i think that feelings they have a place in yeah. how and when you love like when i love you and so therefore i want to love you in a way that you know you're loved first of all but and it's just a fact mm -hmm. but you also want to feel that right so the primary objective again for asking this question of how can i love you better is not just to feel love that's not the primary objection although it does make you feel loved it's really to it's demonstrate good. your love for one another i love that or well to said. one another well said it's a, it's a way of demonstrating your love very tangibly visibly audibly you're asking me specifically yes how <laughs> how you can love me better wow okay here goes. <laughs> All right, number four. It gives you, as the asker, immediate feedback. So it gives, you know, some, oftentimes husbands perk your ears up. Sometimes we just we we want to love our wives well, but we don't really know how. Like it, it. At times you know how. Mm -hmm. At times it's obvious. At other times it's like I just I. I need to ask the question. It gives me immediate feedback. Tells me how. <laughs> if Selena, if you said, okay, here's how you could love me better. Uh, right now, acts of service are really important. We have a young baby. You know, I could I could really use your help in preparing breakfast in the morning for the girls, getting them dressed, making sure they're out. At the, like, I need your help keeping structure. I need your help with dinner. I need your help getting them into the car seats, which is my least favorite thing as a parent. <laughs> car seats. <laughs> uh, you know, that gives me an immediate. Okay, now now I'm on red alert. Serve my wife. 
look for ways to alleviate her burden, especially around the baby, because like she's doing what only mom can do. And that's nurture and feed and other mom things, mm-hmm. um, comfort, you know, and I can do some of that, but I can't do it like you can. So I serve you in, in unique ways during that, during that season. Is that yeah. accurate? Yeah. Okay. I- I think that also that might be a personality thing for, for wives, you know, yes, wives, I think they want feedback. Um, but I don't know that it's always so like task oriented, like men are like, yes, okay, here's the thing. I'm going to meet the need. Here's the need. I'm going to meet it. Like women have needs, but I don't know that they can all, they can probably answer them. I'm not going to say that all women can't answer their needs, but the feedback is just an interesting, like when I ask you, how can I love you better? What do you say? What would you think? I'll ask you. Okay. So you just, are you asking me right yes. now? Um, I put you on the spot. <laughs> Didn't think you'd put me on the spot. <laughs> the spot's a hard place to be, huh? Yeah. <laughs> You're all, I mean, you are such an awesome wife. Um, I think, you know, when, when I'm, you let me verbally process a lot. And sometimes I think um, you want to be helpful and you'll uh, sometimes offer a quick quick answers this is not helpful no, <laughs> when what i what I, I i do want your help but i i also think the truest help you can give me is not always the first thing that comes to mind yeah and that's helped me grow in a lot of ways so there's yeah. again it's not about me and you can you already saw my pride rise up in that little <laughs> joke right i'm not this is a safe place <laughs> i'm not ignorant to that um but the feedback can be hard to hear because it is it is directed at me and so how can but it's helped me grow because i don't want to just be somebody who's flippant with their answers and quick and not taking a moment to stop think past the first thought as he's always told me but kind of go a little bit deeper uh ask the question why i get to that next layer because in that i i am being more loving to you and that is one way that i can love you better again it's not about me although some that is (laughs) But it's not about me getting the affirmations or me getting frustrated that you're saying you don't like my answers or that you feel dismissed or small. It's about me just submitting that pride and saying, okay, yes, I hear you. I can definitely grow in this way for sure. And, you know, here's a caveat. Like Selena um, is an awesome listener and you are very quick to listen. And I'm like generally as a husband, I don't. I can't think of many ways that I could say, love me better. But like, if you're in a marriage where, you know, you just, I can't even get your husband, your husband, your wife to put their phone down to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Like that's a really clear, obvious one. Right. Um, that if, so how can you love me better? If you a, could put your phone down when we're talking. Yeah. Or like be home on away. time. Yeah. Like from work, like spend time down, with the kids. <laughs> yeah. Sit down for dinner with yeah. us. Like don't, uh, you know, set some boundaries with your parents. <laughs> Like, like there's a lot of things that I think, you know, we're going on 20 years married. We've been doing marriage ministry for the last decade. Mm-hmm. And so I think just as a caveat is, is a lot of the things that could be answers. Um, I think by the, by the grace of God, we've worked through a lot of that stuff and it's just kind of become the culture that we, we have. Which is another beauty I think um, of this question is, is that if you, if it's a constant you use in your vocabulary of how you talk to one another, I think that it will grow you uh, as man and wife. Mm. That you will fight faster, quicker, right? You'll resolve faster, I guess. It's not fight faster, but you'll resolve faster. You'll come, you'll want that unity because you've experienced it by asking this question so many times and trying to get at the heart of, you know, what, 
what is wrong here and what can, how can I really love you better? Well, the trick here is asking this question in earnest, but then expecting to maybe hear an answer that you didn't want to hear. Okay. So I'm going to say, I'm going I'm to go through a hypothetical situation. Okay. This is all going to be hypothetical. But Selena asks me, Brian, how can I love you better? And again, hypothetical, but I could say to you, you know, I, I would feel more loved if you initiated sex more often. My, and I want to hear in your head because you do initiate is, but I do, you, you get defensive, but I do. What are you talking about? I, I just initiated, you know, the other day or whatever. And every day last week. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I make you blush. I'm very depleted. <laughs> Send help. I need to <laughs> Stop. hydrate. Stop. It's a joke, people. But by asking the question, you're, you're giving them a chance to give you an honest. Now, they're not going to want to give you an honest response if they think you're just going to get defensive and start throwing throwing it in their face somehow. Mm -hmm. What are you talking about? I just initiate. Like, what else do you want from me? I, I, I go to work. Uh, I'm thinking about the husband that, mm -hmm. you know, is neglecting his family because he works too much. And the wife, or the wife voices who's, that. Who's discontent, right? And Sure. Sure. And and so it's, it, th that's the challenge to you as the person asking the question. Ask it in a way that elicits a genuine response and then have the ears and the heart to hear it without getting defensive. Now, it may be that your spouse is asking for something that is is not... A legit like you have legitimately shown them love in that way mm -hmm. the, the the key is for whatever reason it's not translating for whatever reason right. so say say selena in the hypothetical situation you had been initiating mm -hmm. but it's all very half-hearted and obligatory and it's not it's clear that you're not into engaged it, engaged yeah so while yes you may have been the one to say oh it's that day you want to go upstairs and get this over with like that's <laughs> that's technically initiating <laughs> But for whatever reason, it doesn't feel that way. Right. So I'm using, again, hypothetical. But if, you know. This question is powerful. It can open a can of worms. It's It can be encouraging. It also can force you to work through some hard things that you haven't actually, right. you know, everything got lost in translation, like you're saying. So why is it that it, I'm doing this, but you don't feel this? Oh, okay. Well, yeah. And unfortunately, they're probably you're probably going to get into each other's business and it's going to be frustrating. But... It's the mm. best way forward. Yeah, and it takes a it takes a good bit of I think emotional maturity and emotional intelligence to hear their response uh, and not re react to it, but instead to respond to their response right. again. Right. And what that I think the just to give you a quick obvious tip is just take an extra five seconds and think about what you're going to say, mm -hmm. and and try to think about okay what what is behind the words they're saying. And try to see that as clearly as you can without letting or ask your questions, own. ask clarifying questions. If right. you're, you know, if you're yeah, saying, yeah. "Hey," in our hypothetical situation, well, I thought that I did. Right? Tone is everything. So I thought that I did, but apparently, clearly, like it's not translating. So let's talk about this. You know, again, be slow to be offended, be quick to hear, quick to listen, slow to speak, right? And slow to, or quick to understand. Not, don't be slow to understand. Be, <laughs> be snappy. <laughs> <laughs> Make it snappy. So anyway, that's, um, uh, th that's what we had for you this week. Uh, we actually have one other kind of hack. Is that the right words? Technically, maybe, <laughs> I don't know. If you want to take this even a, le a level further, um, ask in specific areas of your marriage. Yeah. So how can I love you better? We'll use that example in, in, in the bedroom. Yeah. As how? a husband, when we are being married, when we are making love, which is really weird to say, <laughs> I don't know why, just maybe I'm <laughs> I need to grow out of that. Uh, when we are engaging in sex, uh, 
how can I love you better? Right. Or, you know, when it comes to our parenting, how can I love you better as, as the father of our children? Yeah. Or when it comes to our priorities and what we mm. commit to, how can I, how can I love you better? Well, maybe not go fishing every single weekend or, you know, maybe there's something on the schedule that you could just be mindful of, of before and after kinds of things. Yeah. How can I love you better um, in terms of how I lead our household? Mm -hmm. Um, Things like family worship, uh, creating a culture that is actually centered on Christ. And Mm -hmm. he isn't just in the back pocket on a Sunday morning, but he's actually in the center of our household. How can I help? How can I love you better in that? How can I love you better in my provision for you? Right. And that, that goes into priorities, but also, well, uh, and, yeah, how as a wife, can I love you better? Maybe another word you could put in there is how can I show my gratitude to you? How can I respect you more? How can I show you or tell you or give to you that makes you feel edified, loved, mm. uh, encouraged, respected, wanting to, you know, proud, I guess, as a man, as the husband, as the father, like, how can I... Hmm have you excited about that cool. <laughs> and encourage you in that now here's a challenge to us mm-hmm. and i'll challenge our listeners as well set a reminder on your calendar um or whatever you need to do to remind yourself weekly to ask your spouse yeah this question how can i love you better this week how have i loved you well how have i not loved you well mm. and do that for month two months yeah and then report back see what that does i'm really curious what you would say like and 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 maybe try different times in the week like on a friday night we're all kind of haggard the week's had it's taking its toll versus a sunday morning you know what's the different response there so maybe that's a challenge um put that on your calendar ask one another um we'd be remiss if we didn't mention this we are talking about love because we know love embodied in jesus christ himself and he is both the exemplar of love but he's also the one who has given Mm. so he shows us how to love but he's given us the means to love well and so if you're not a christian and you try to love by the grace of god the common grace of god there is you have the ability the capacity to love to an extent but i will say this you will reach the end of yourself very quickly and you need power that is otherworldly it comes through the holy spirit not only we only get the holy spirit when we place our faith in jesus christ so mm. we we want that for you we want you to we want to call you brother we want to call you sister in christ if that's not you we encourage you to find someone in your life who you know is a christian set up a time to meet with them talk to them about this say i, I want to i want to know what does it mean to follow christ to be a disciple of christ find a pastor find a good church if you can't find those things we have a website for you it's the news is uh, check that out there's some steps for you to take there <laughs> Let's pray. Our Father God, thank you for loving us so perfectly. I pray that you'd help us love our spouse as well in full light of who you are in light of your truth. Mm. Lord, help us to be the, t- the kinds of people that are introspective when it comes to how we love one another and help us not to be defensive when we're given answers to this question that we ask. I pray for the husband who is struggling, the wife who is struggling. I pray that you would strengthen them, give them wisdom, God, and give them courage to step out in faith into the wisdom that you give them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us for the Fierce Marriage Podcast. Uh, if you noticed, there's no ads. No ads, all right? And we could do ads, but we don't do ads because I think they ruin it. <laughs> so if you want to support this, that would mean a ton to us. That keeps us ad-free. It helps us feed this little baby. I'm not kidding. Um, and the way you do that is go to fiercemarriage.com slash partner. There are benefits, but that's not why we ask you to do it. We ask you to do it 
if the Lord leads you. So just pray about it. And if he leads you, then we'd be honored to have your partnership mm -hmm. in that regard. With that said, this episode of the Fierce Marriage Podcast is... In the can. We'll see you again in seven days. Until next time. Stay fierce.